Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Satsang. Give yourself a tap on the back for putting yourself and your spiritual path before anything else on this lovely Saturday morning. For lining up with that call to return to what you really are. Return to knowing what you really are. Because it's all about realizing what you really are because, or what is real, you know, or what the truth is. Because already, you know, the human manifestation or anything that can possibly show up is just the play of, of, of all of it, is an integral part of all of it, of all of it. All of manifestation that ever was, ever could be. <coughs> There's nothing that can show up that's not an intricate part of the unit. That one without a second, you know? Just, just the one where there's nothing watching the one. Just that one. So within that, everything, every possible thing, thought, action, piece of history, word, rib of hair, breath of air, all of it is working together as one unit. Always was, always will be. That's manifestation. And isn't it fantastic that within that one, there is the capacity to imagine that some things are not okay? that wild really when you think about it you know that somewhere within the magnificence of the perfection of it it can imagine it's like one part of a perfect timepiece of a beautiful clock one part of it imagining but that cog is in the wrong place but yet the time is perfect you know that's what the mind does you know it just it just breaks into me and you and right and wrong and good and bad and and runs that little show huh Hmm. For its own amusement, I guess. Hmm. And so taking it seriously and feeling the heaviness of it, it, it that's, that's where we went a bit funny in terms of a species, in terms of the way we think. Because feeling the heaviness or the, you know, the, the heaviness around responsibility, for example, it's just your ability to respond. But somehow it feels heavy and serious and that's the part that the thinking mind has gotten a bit askew. It's actually light, all of it is actually light, no matter how horrific the scenario that might be showing up in life. There is a capacity where it is seen as just light, fluid, flow, easy, inevitable all okay, always okay, and more than okay. So it's, our, it's, our, it's the thinking mind that, that learns these habits, takes things really seriously, and screws it up, really, screws it up, and, and creates suffering. 
but we don't seem to we don't seem to have learned how to manage that thinking mind. We don't just use it for thinking, you know. We don't just use it for thinking. We 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 think it's an essential tool, and um, it's not. It's an essential tool for creating suffering. <laughs> it's about it. It's about it. So see if you can separate your thinking capacity from the part of you that's task-oriented, that's able to function and communicate. and Because that part of the mind is fine, or the brain, really. And they're completely separate, you know, completely separate. The self-referencing mechanism that all about me can switch off, and that's what we call, awake that's what we call awakening. And the other aspects of the brain are task-oriented. They've got to do with planning, with creativity, just the free flow of life. Not a problem. Not a problem. Everything happens organically. But with the self-referencing part, actually it's all about me, because I need to think about me and put everything in reference to me. That's the thinking mind, as I call it that loop. And when it becomes our natural default, it's called the ego. The ego is solid when we automatically wake up and it's all about me and my world and off we go into my story. That's the ego, huh? I'm the center of the world, you know, rather than this is, you know, this is what's showing up, and there's this body-mind mechanism playing a part in it. And all I can do is point, because you're either going to see this or you're not. You might just grasp it as a, as a concept and, you know, that'll work for a while, but you'll forget about it. You know? <laughs> It'll stop working, you know. You know, it'd be a nice idea for a while and then, you know, your usual MO kicks in. So, can, can it be trusted? In a way, I'm kind of talking paradoxically now, but can it be trusted that without the thinking mind, without that self-referencing mechanism, can you trust that, that life will happen? That that everything will continue, that things won't fall apart without the me being in control, me managing it all, me having to, you know, keep the show on the road. Without me being in the centre of, of, you know, of, of how each day is approached, would it be all right? Can you, can you take that leap? Can you trust that some part of, of, of the brain can manage beautifully without it being all about me and me doing it and me managing me and me sorting out me and basically anything to do with me, we do. Me and my story, me and my suffering, me and my... Because on the path of surrender or devotion, that, that happens, no? That you gotta, like, 
all the ideas of me are seen to be the problem, are recognized to be the problem. So things like, I don't have control. Maybe there's no me there at all, and it's just a thought that I have control. So dropping the all about me, dropping any sense of personal ownership. Is there any spare cushions for these poor lassies who are sitting on the floor? Is there any cushions anyplace else, huh? Okay, one has appeared. If there's another cushion someplace. Ah, super, thank you. Another one on this on its way. Great. <coughs> <coughs> So if you can find some confidence in the knowing that life will continue just fine without the all about me reference going on continually in your thoughts. If you can find some calmness in that. If you can encourage yourself to let go. then something loosens, something loosens. So the me who wants to see the truth, the me is the problem. The truth is there all the time. It's there all the time. But when we stop running so many ideas that have myself as the centre, heroine in the movie, hero or heroine in the movie, somehow, you know, it's... Um, the truth is just there. There's space for the truth to show itself. There's space. Attention isn't running the all about me. So there's a bit of space. Dropping the all about me. Dropping ownership. Dropping the stories that something has to happen for me to be at peace. For me to recognize what's real. They're just stories. They're all just ideas. And it's a really sticky one of like, I have to do ABC before I see the truth. It's there. It's just sitting there. But mind will have ideas about it and it would, it would want more and it'll want to, you know, experience more and have more and it'll want more juice. <laughs> it'll give you any excuse at all just to keep things going.
Anyway, that's one way to look at it. There's lots of different approaches, huh? That might resonate, that might not resonate. Find what works for you. Find what resonates for you. You know, every path is a little bit different. Just, it's a good thing to have the wisdom to find what, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Or, nah, it's not washing, then drop it. You know? So let your attention pull back from the character. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so see the body. Be aware of the body. So recognize it as an exquisite device that's sending information to the brain. And the brain sending information to it to keep it functioning. It just offers a local perception that's all it's doing, it's offering a local perception to that one that is everything. That's all it's doing, it's just a localized perception. And pull back another bit and let these words find you, let them come to you without you grasping them. You don't have to work at these words, let them, let them do the work, let them meet you. Comprehension might happen or not, that's okay. There's no need to grasp anything. And let the mind be seen. Just that story-making machine. It might be wearing away or not. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a story-making machine. Pull right back from whatever is watching the mind. Pull right back. Let it be empty. <coughs> and let the concept of emptiness disappear.
let perception fall even prior to that. There's no landing place now. It's just pointing prior to that. still some attention on what is arising, let it arise and fall. Don't be bothered with it. Keep dropping your attention back prior to all of it. Prior to all of it. Attention can rest there because attention kind of arises from there. So without pulling out your attention to connect to the body, to the thoughts, attention is kind of dissolves back into that zone. So let's see how some participation in the day can happen without all of your attention being out, connected to the mind, connected to the body. Leave attention behind, outside, prior to all of it. Bring just enough attention to allow these words to be comprehended. The body is still working, doesn't need your full engagement. The brain is still working, doesn't need your full engagement. Let there be space, there is space, it's naturally there. And somehow functioning happens just fine.
So from here, let's see how it operates this morning. If anybody would like to come up, please do. One, two, three, okay, four, five. Okay, we'll take that sequence. I just realized my phone has turned on, sorry. joy at times. And then later on, I have learned that the strategy for my mind was to go into depression. So I, I learned that strategy. However, there's still a tendency towards that. The mind chooses that path. Or I can feel that there's just a slight indifference. And yet there is this awareness that they, I, I'm very, uh, thank you for this beginning, I just felt it, it was, I could touch it, taste it, yes. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yet there is uh, often, and maybe that's my story now, I don't need to even question it, however, needing it though, because it's so subtle. So I was hoping that you'd help me in meeting it, is that just stops, keep stepping back, even when that shows up, or, or do, because otherwise I'm tinkering with it, correct? Yes, what, what's, the, what's the tinkering giving you? Is it like a seeking to understand it, to demystify it, or is it to hang out there? No, it's more like, oh, here it is again, and it's, it's trapping, tripping me, mm. it's stopping me, it's keeping me away from the awareness. Okay. So okay. I'm battling with it. Yeah, yeah, you're in a fight with it then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's creating a you. Does that identification happen when it's there? Is there a you? Yeah, that probably is a bit of a me there. Uh, is there a you when awareness is, is, is present? Or is not really. Not really. Not really. Tell me about not really. No, I just, it just is this um, spaciousness. Okay. But maybe there's someone still aware of the spaciousness, and so that's the part of me that's still there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, because <laughs> what comes clear is, I'll talk about the awareness part first. Um, what becomes clear is that, yeah, in, in the body-mind, there's, you know, there's spaciousness, or it's kind of calm and fluid, or whatever way we want to describe it. But the personal I just ain't there. 
the body, the mind is in that natural state. But the me isn't there hanging on to the natural state or doing something with it or overjoyed with it. It's like it's too natural for that. The, the me is, is, is denser, thicker, more potent. And it disappears unless the, the, the stepping back or the going into awareness, unless the mind has come with you. Mm. The personal aspect of your thinking. I'm not sure I'm quite following what you just said. So the personal mind, when it follows me back there, that's the problem? Yes. Okay. Therefore, I just keep on doing what you're saying, stepping backwards and backwards and backwards and... Okay, but, but you see, you can step backwards forever if the personal is coming with you. Has it been seen that the personal is just a bundle of thoughts? That yes. the character is just a bundle of thoughts? Yes. Is that known? Is it known 24-7? I get wrapped up in it. I catch myself. So okay. it's not 24-7 that I'm not... Okay. Yeah, I catch myself. Oh, and I, I like what you said on one of your videos about you have to train the mind to be content. Yes. That really was helpful. Yes. Um, but then I'm still feeling my mind is doing that. Yes. Yes. Good. Now we're getting someplace. Your mind is doing all of it. Even the pushing back to awareness. Mm. Even that. It's doing mm. that. Okay. And is that what Ramana was saying about burning the stick? The inquiry, self-inquiry kind of burns itself out completely. Yes, it burns itself out completely. So that's the me that's... Um, yes. Yes. So is there, is, there, um, is there something to be gained by going back? I'm trying to fight, figure out how much of a story, how potent is it when going back is practiced? Is there a pull back there or are you going back in order to do the right thing or make things I better? I think there's or? a little bit of that. Okay. There's a little bit of, of the, because there's the perfectionism that I was raised with. It's, it's like going to be a good girl and you're going back there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think that's okay. a little bit of that. All right. So we've got to clean up the going back mechanism. Okay. Okay? <clears throat> because if the going back is super clean, then the density of depression wouldn't be, it wouldn't see you anymore. Mm. You see? So it's like, okay, we can deal with, with the tendency towards depression, but actually if this, if we cleaned up the other end of it, if we take care of that, mm. all right? So, <clears throat> so really tidy up stepping back so that, there's, so that it moves from just a concept to actually a seeing. It's just like, okay, I want to see what the truth of this, what, what really is going on here in this stepping back? What's really going on? What's my motivation? Where is the me that's hiding in all of this? Mm. The one who wants to be a perfect, Perfectionist is like, okay, step back from that, step back from that. That's all character stuff. The character ain't going back. We can direct the mind back so that the natural state 
runs through the body-mind mechanism. That's what it's doing. So the natural state becomes the wiring rather than the personal I mm. becoming the wiring. Do you see? Because it has a little bit of an agenda attached to it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So those, the desires, the preferences that are with the agenda, you've got to see through those and drop them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Until it's actually, there's nothing at all to be gained from stepping back. Absolutely nothing. It's like, okay, now it's clean. Now it's clean. Is there a pull back or not? Is it an organic pull? You see, I'd, I'd like it to like be so clean that it's like, oh gosh, this is happening on its own. This is, this, there's something else. And my mind is imagining it's, it's the right thing to do or mind wants to go back. But actually this is happening on its own. That's what we need to know. Is, is there a natural movement there that's being hijacked by mind? Or is it just mind doing this because it's uh, a way of avoiding suffering? Mm-hmm. You've got to tell the difference between the two of those. Mm-hmm. Then indifference. You see, for some indifference can turn into equanimity. It's, it's got a flip side of actually seeing that everything else, everything is same, same. It, it, it can flip over and you can see the interconnectedness of everything and the same, same of everything. Um, if, if that doesn't happen, if that, it's like, wow, the other side of the coin is like this. But if it doesn't happen, then indifference is being tapped into so that the mind can, can go into kind of victim or story or nothing matters or lack of motivation mm-hmm. or all, of, all about me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an all about me zone mm-hmm. because my feeling, my emotional uh, stirring that's happening right now puts me in the center stage because it takes my attention. Mm-hmm. You see? And then that's the, that's the ego looking for some loving. Looking mm-hmm. for some loving. That's all it's doing. Just looking for love. That's all it's doing. <laughs> so you can deal with both ends of the spectrum that's available to you. The energy of love can go a very long way in diluting the, the emotional and the thinking mechanisms that are in place when depression and indifference are running. Love will sort that. Because love will heal the victim. It will heal the one who has low self-confidence. It will heal the one that is self-conscious. It will pull all of those issues to to a place of closure if you work with it. Mm -hmm. Is this resonating in some way? Yeah, it does. It's so subtle. Yeah. So yes, 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 it's very subtle, yeah. but you have to be super thorough, right? Super thorough, you ain't gonna get away with anything at this level, no, and I don't want to. It's just, yeah, because I, I, I whatever the willingness is there, or whatever you want to call it, or maybe the part that wants to wake up is 
knocking on its door so badly that, you know, I have no choice. Yes. Which is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Sure. Um, I've read a lot about you and I understand that um, one, your first marriage dissolved through your awakening. So what's the difference between that marriage and this marriage? Yeah. <clears throat> so this one... Um, uh, a weird thing happened, okay? <laughs> um, and, and this tends to be kind of like typical of the way things happen for you know, in my life, the Jack life, whatever we call it. We started hanging around in, in April and uh, in July he was in Ireland and I brought him to a stone circle because there's a, a, a 2000 BC stone circle, it's perfect mm -hmm. in Ireland, it's like, it's the only one in, in Europe that's as complete and as old. And I was like, hey, you know, this place had, had a load of spiritual experiences way back when, you know, in this spot, and see what you think. And he was kind of walking around. And so I went to, to the point of where on the longest day of the year, the light goes directly through, you know, they're, they're set up in that way. So I was leaning against this big stone. And as clear as day, it was like, oh my God, oh my God, I have no energy. Jeepers, am I going to collapse? What's going on? Clear as day, this knowing came. It's, you know, the form is going to die now unless life continues in another way. And I was like, the form's going to die now, really? And it's like, well, uh, your life force is going to begin to diminish. And by 50, and I was 46 at the time, by 50, your body will fall off. I'm like, okay. Because it's all the same, same. I said, okay walking the next phase with somebody else could happen also. There's, there's a split now in your destiny. And I was like, okay. And I still hadn't put it together. I was like in this other zone, you know, of like, yeah, okay. I mean, whichever's going to happen is going to happen. There's no part of me that says, oh, yes, no. I mean, that so doesn't happen. And, and I was like, okay. So it was just like, yeah, fine, piece of information. It's just phenomenal information. It's like, you know, the, it's going to freeze tonight or the temperature's going to drop or something. It's just phenomenal information. And I went, jeepers, I have to sit down, though. I haven't really. God, I really have to sit down. So I walked into the circle and sat, sat on a stone, and he walked over and went down on one knee and did the traditional thing, you see? And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a yes came out of this mouth. I was like, shit, what did I just agree to, you know? <laughs> yes, you know? And he said, will you marry me? He's like, yes. I was like, did, uh, I, I, I said yes. And I was like, oh my God, did I say yes? You know, without trying not to offend. <laughs> yes. And then it just, I said, ah, so, so, so that path is being taken. This body isn't going to die. That path is being taken. Okay, that path is being taken. All right. And so I, I said to him, look, you know, can you just give me a day? I, I, I just have to kind of, um, just some way kind of get my head around it, really. So just, just give me a day. And he said, no, I want to phone my friends. I want to, I said, just, just, just give me a day, you know. And uh, so he did. And um, what has unfolded, it's like the mind is always retrospective, you know. The, mm. For many years now, the mind is just picking up what it can interpret it, interpret as a happening in, in, in this life. 
Mind is never the, the decision maker. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. There's a time lapse. Uh-huh. There's a time lapse. So that time lapse that you obviously have a good, uh, you know, you, you recognize it. That's there 24-7, that there's always something. Now, it mightn't be around, do I want tea or coffee or whatever, you know? It's like, sure, decision-making, the task, you know, some, something clicks in there and, and decides what's best for the body or whatever. But in other things, other than, look, immediate things around food or what to do or it's time to start, or other than the task-oriented things, mind always plays catch-up. And it creates a story in order to interpret what is naturally happening anyway. And the story isn't believed, it's just an, an enabling mechanism in order to have a story about it, really. That's all it is, because we, we communicate by story. So a story has to formulate somewhere. So mind kind of somehow assesses what's happening, creates a story out of it, and that's how it works. That's how it works with everybody. It's just that there's a distance here between the timing of when the story is created, and it's always after the fact, after the act, after the zone of happening. You see? So, um, so now, like whatever it is, 10 months later, it's very clear what's happened. It's like, it's like there's a reintegration into normal life, which is a great learning for, for this woman to like, okay, can identification happen again? Are there do's and don'ts, as the wise sages in India would have said, you know? Because there's been, there's been interest in like, Society protects them. You know, there's an ashram. They don't touch money. They don't get married. They rarely, rarely... Okay, Papaji had a, a child later in life. They came in, a, in, a, in an unusual way. And, and it's like... How about living a full-on Western life? Like, if awakening needs to be protected, it's a BS awakening, you know? It's BS. Like, <laughs> it is, you know? So it's like, come on, come on. And... It, it makes perfect sense that it's this character's way to, to get fully into life again. And this marriage was, was the ticket in. I, I, there had to be somebody who would kind of drag me into life mm. because that wasn't happening. I don't seem to be anchored enough in life to get in. Mm. But, but now it is because there's somebody there in the morning who says, will you make me two fried eggs, you know? It's like, oh, okay. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You see? So, so it's very interesting how, like, wow, regular life. Oh, yeah, okay. This, this, is, this is how it works. You know, this is how it works. Here's stress. Here's deadlines. Here's somebody else's demands. And how do we negotiate this again? So, so there's a cranking up of aspects of my brain, which for sure stopped working. Because from my husband, he often says, you're so in the present moment, I actually, I don't know how to deal with it half the time. Because, because I, I, I miss things. Mm. You know, I, I miss the continuity of a story that's supposed to impact on how I do this. It's like, this is done in isolation and that's done in isolation. And he's like, you don't connect the dots that you need this for that on Tuesday. And I'm like, no, today it goes here. What, what are you talking about? You know, and so he's pulling back, like pulling in the part of my neurology that, that forgot about linear time. That doesn't get cause and effect. So this marriage is about that, is about what aspects of my brain need to crank up again in order to, to, to have a totally regular functioning life. 
And will that create identification or not? And it's really exciting to see, is this going to create identification? Will there be a forgetting of what I really am? Will it happen? Like, that's really exciting. <laughs> Do you know? So, sorry, that's a very long story. No, thank you so much for answering that question, because I think you are a blessing to the Western world in that. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's much. like it's an experiment. It's an, yeah. un, un, you know, it's an experiment within this body mind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, that's <laughs> Sure. Thank Do you. I turn this off? No, we we'll leave it on. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Hi there. Good morning. Good morning. My name is uh, Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Um, so there's the um, acting from the agenda of me, mm. and then there there's uh, acting from other sources, perhaps right. So um, in the context of vocation, so I have a job that I've the kind of work I do that I haven't wanted to do for twenty years. And so, how do I differentiate between, well, that's just a story, and that's just, um, that's just me thoughts, and how do I differentiate between that, and, you know, which is maybe a form of bypassing, and listening to what might be an authentic calling to say, I want to be a, a farmer, or a, a gardener, or, or something like that. So, so I've been struggling with wanting to um, step away from something that pays the bills to something I really enjoy. Yes. And I feel like it's, it's hurting my soul ah. to, to continue doing this. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the answer is in your last sentence. When, when our nose is stuck in something that we've been trying to avoid, we can use it. We can use it for a long time. It's like, okay, I don't want to be here. Okay, let's drop that desire and let's work with acceptance and let's work with tolerance and let's work with stop rejecting it. And, and you can work and work and work and work and work. When you've finished all the things, the ego things that are offered to you because of this position, it starts to become destructive at a core level. Then you get out. But there will be a sense of, yeah, I've, I've, I've processed a lot through this. It's yeah. been a great gift. Mm -hmm. But if it's destructive at a core level, you have to leave then. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I've, I've, I've been through a lot of this where I feel like, okay, well, I've gotten some personal growth, learning how to deal with difficult people. Great. Doing, and you rose you know, to those things when they and, came up? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Usually. <laughs> Has it anything else to teach you? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. No, it feel, and it feels that there's, there's sort of a feeling of finality to it. Like, uh -huh. like, like there's, okay, yeah. I'm almost like I've done my time, or, um, or, 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 or that there's really just no energy in it at, at, all, at all. Yes. It's time to move on. Yeah. 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 Uh, if I could ask one other thing. Of so you, you've, you've talked about 
uh, prior to awareness. Mm-hmm. And um, I get that as a concept, mm-hmm. and I get, and I, and I, and as, as you've opened uh, last night and this morning, there is uh, a sense of something like that there. But if I try to articulate what in my direct experience is prior to awareness, I have difficulty with that because I, I don't know how I would describe what's prior to awareness. So could, maybe you could help me out. That's, yeah. it, that's, that's really great. Oh, okay, so, okay, uh, that's really great. Okay. Because if you can describe it, then mind has done one of two things. It's either come with you and you've just gone into a concept of prior to awareness or or something has come with you and it's made a memory out of it and then we can talk about the memory. So is it sort of a koan in a way? Where Maybe. It, right? I mean, it kind of brings you to this sort of nether space or this... Uh, you know what I mean? I do, I do. I hadn't thought of it like that. We, we could say it's like that. Uh-huh. It's like that. But it's not that. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's not actually a space. It's outside of space, time, phenomena. Labeling doesn't work there. You yeah. see, it doesn't work there. But if it's a concept, just, just watch it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. mind has made a concept, but I'm not going to a concept. There's just a falling into. F- falling into. Yeah. I like the falling into, I like that, that, that helps. Yeah. yeah. It's like dissolving into whatever you came from, you know? Mm. Maybe surrender in some way. In some way. Yeah. But all these things then are, are, are you know, are, are closer to the drama yeah. than prior to all of it. Right, right. You see, so we're caught, no? Because language, language is going towards the density yeah. and we're pointing prior. And, and when you say the word prior, that, that also implies in the past, right? And I think, okay, well, what about the future? Or, 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 or that there's, there's, there's time is sort of implied, right, when you use the word prior? Is it? Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. I guess it is. I guess it is. I, I, I suppose I, I, I've kind of turned the word prior to mean something else in this brain. Okay. Um, more like, you see, yeah, okay, if I say prior, it's got to do with time. If I'd say outside, it's got to do with space. Gosh. <laughs> I'm reluctant to invent new language that isn't dependent on time and space, because that's really stupid, because language is within time and space. So we're kind of caught. Well, maybe that's okay. Yeah, if we recognize the limit of prior, but not connected to time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Julie. Yes. Nice to meet you. Yes. Hi. Hi. So, I feel kind of like a. So last night you said that consciousness does not require a body mind to know itself. Yes. Is there more you can say about that? Okay. Did everybody hear that question? No. Yeah. Okay. Go closer. Thank you. 
Let me say it again. Consciousness does not need a body-mind to know itself. And I was wondering if there's anything more she could say about it. Yeah. Okay. What, as, 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 as we step back, what we're doing is that we're firing different neurological pathways. And we're, we're, we're igniting perception that doesn't come through the all about me neurology. Now, as, as we go back, there, there, it's still consciousness, no? There's a capacity to be conscious. Then when it goes, we go back prior to that, we can actually jump over existence itself. You can it's possible to transcend existence and see that existence, existing or not existing, are just another dualistic structure. You still with me? I'm excited to hear it. Okay. Okay. So existing and not existing are two conditions which are part of consciousness as it rolls out into manifestation. Okay? Into, you know, life. Okay, so, so in transcending existence and seeing that it's just a concept that when believed in by consciousness, it creates something that can exist. Okay? Now, there's something that can exist, can be conscious. That's the body-mind. But what was this? What was doing this? What created the concept of existence in the first place? So that there could be something that exists to be conscious. All right? So, so as we get close to existence itself, the concept of existence, we're, we're in the realm of just consciousness itself. Somehow, there is a capacity to transcend existence. In transcending, this is where we leave science. Science just says, eminent scientists have personally said to me, girl, like, you're in cuckoo land, you know? So, um, so in transcending existence, prior to existence, without it being time, prior to existence, in the rolling back, pure consciousness neither exists nor doesn't exist. Now, the one place that the body-mind can clearly know that this is so is when there is a capacity to be aware while the body-mind is in deep sleep. Mm -hmm. When the body-mind is in deep sleep and there's absolutely nothing there and nobody there, a capacity to be conscious is activated. And at that point, that's when it shows itself. And it's totally known that Ooh, crikey. This, this, this isn't the consciousness that translates into the neurology of the jack brain at all, or to the, you know, to the, to the body-mind that's in deep sleep. And, and that knowing of pure consciousness, from there it tends to, uh, it tends to be very clear that, that Pure consciousness, what, what you are as pure consciousness, has nothing at all to do with the body-mind having a localized experience of consciousness. Nothing at all. You see? Mm -hmm. 
the, the, the telling of the story needs the localized body-mind because that's what it does. It creates a story out of it. That's all it can do with it is create a story out of it. But pure consciousness itself knows itself. Now, some experience it on LSD or on ayahuasca or whatever. It can get into that zone of like, of like, whoa, it knows itself, but there's nothing there to know itself. That's another way that it can show itself. There's a knowing, but, but there's nothing there that knows itself. Whoa, what the heck is that? That's consciousness knowing itself without the body-mind being activated. But, but the body-mind is picking up an echo of it and turns it into story. And then you can go prior to that. Correct. Now, what goes prior to that? Duh. Nothing phenomenal. But there is a prior to that. It's not phenomenal. But there is a prior to even that. Consciousness can get so fine that, that the first spark of consciousness as we know it from, I don't know, Big Bang, whatever the Big Bang was. So, so prior to consciousness is, it's before the, the first movement, okay? I mean, every word is going to be stupid. You know, every word is, is too much. But, but, so pardon me making it cumbersome. Prior to that, Directionally, it seems that this brain has understood a direction about it in, in order to kind of offer a signpost. Prior to that, if it's going straight back, then there's just prior to consciousness and, you know, I mean, like, nothing can be said. It's ridiculous to even try and say something. It's, there's totally a gap, a gap. So if that's in the straight line, what there is is when there's a frequency of somehow consciousness Collapsing and prior to consciousness. Prior to, I can't even say being or is. There is also like a hairpin bend, right? So it's like, if, so if you can imagine prior to consciousness here and, and the, the, the first movement of consciousness, we call it the big bang, whether it was two dimensions clashing together, I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm moving towards, it, it's a collision of dimensions. That create the Big Bang. So, so, and rolling out from that, you know, pure consciousness, pure perception, you know, the idea of consciousness beginning to turn around to see itself, the idea of something can exist, the idea of it knowing itself, existence, being, not being, and off we go, further down the track, to me, you, separation. So right back from here to prior to consciousness, it's like there's a hairpin bend, bend, and rolling out from that clash also is a, a non-phenomenal that does not roll out from consciousness. That does not roll out from concepts. In some time, some time we will be able to detect we will be able to detect it. We, we come to everything with consciousness. You see, and we're either conscious of it or we're not consciousness of it, conscious of it, or pure consciousness is there. There are options. Within duality, we're conscious or we're not conscious. And then there's pure consciousness itself. Yet, 
yet there's a ruling out which doesn't have consciousness as its underpinning uh, um, baseline for all to progress and manifest and return to itself. And I've no more language for that. <laughs> so, so the more the more that pure consciousness itself is recognized by itself, and there is a collapsing of consciousness itself, every word I use just completely makes it null and void what I'm going to say. So you know, so the more that happens the more the greater capacity to know what is not consciousness and how come there is a capacity a capacity for consciousness to translate what is not rolling out from consciousness so it's like wild yeah it's wild and and just totally fantastic <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I went a little bit further now than what you were saying, but I'm kind of bursting with this. You know? like, can you get a taste of consciousness being conscious of itself without it needing the body mind? Yes, like as you said, uh, during the night when I'm asleep, not lucid dreaming, but clearly a uh, sense of conscious uh, yes. words. So, and so then the argument goes, well, I was it, I, there was existence and consciousness, and the body mind was not there. And then, of course, an observer would say, but I saw you laying in the bed sleeping, so you were there. So, but then you're relying on someone's memory, correct, to validate that. And so, yes, what validity does that really have? Yes. yes. So, it, from pure experience, there's no need for the body mind. Correct. Yes. And that's just yes. as far as my experience is. Yes. Yeah. Yes, great. Super that there's that direct experience, huh? Yeah. Consciousness experiencing itself with zero connection to the body-mind. So then prior to that, maybe happens and there's just... Is it a natural thing that happens? Mm. So everyone's... Mm. There's no one who hasn't experienced it or whatever word you want to put on it, but... That's either going to happen or it's not, I think. I don't know how. I, 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 it's so far away from the one who can do something about anything. It shows itself. It's just the movement of pure consciousness. You know? yeah. Okay. Thank sure. you very much. Okay. Good morning. My name is Maria, and we, we talk in October. First, um, I, um, I'm with you totally in everything you just mentioned. I've had those experiences of experiences without the mind body in different, different ways, so I, I get that very clearly. Um, and yet, I'm definitely in an experience of 
not having equanimity in the experience. Yes. Which is this whole bit about the piano. I don't know whether you remember that. Oh, I do remember. Yeah. Well, yes. It's been many months and, and it has only um, gotten worse, I guess I'll put it that way, until that I'm on the verge of uh, leaving and just one signature away of, you know, I'm out. Um, because uh, um, there's been uh, emotional pain, literally physical pain in my arm and in my, in my hand that, uh, that I have to live with every day and practicing on this inferior piano and then playing on a wonderful piano that those things just don't work for me and so I'm having to um, work through pain when I'm uh, practicing, work through pain when I'm performing. And uh, this has become untenable. I was just like, I, I, this, I, I can't do this. I, I, I just can't do it anymore. So I guess my, my question is, is this the right step? And I, I also relate very much to um, many times when you're talking about this Jack character doing so and so. I, I feel that way certainly about my coming out here and, and since I've been here and now this. It's like, wow, what's happening to this Marie character? I didn't feel like I chose to come out here. It just happened and then all the things happened and then all of a sudden this was like, oh my goodness, I thought everything was going to be wonderful and then this huge event that uh, it went to the you know core of my body mind um, experience and is that so is it am i leaving what did we conclude last october when we spoke about this last we didn't conclude and that was the problem i should have stuck with you a lot longer <laughs> <laughs> because i didn't get to the conclusion i got to um this uh, word that was rejected uh of being a bully i was being a bully and i'm being like whoa remember that and i said i'm not being a bully oh, yeah. and um but I think I've been bullied, or maybe I'm, I, I don't, I, you know, that was, um, remind me, Paula, what else did I say? You helped me last night. Um, what was the other thing that happened when we were, I was here? When you were here last time? With Jack. Essentially, oh. Jack said. Oh, okay, Jesse. That time in. You were operating from the child, and oh, yeah, 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 you were operating child. from the adult, you Thanks. just decide, I need a piano. Yeah, well, yeah, so that you were looking for permission. Oh, everybody knows more. <laughs> <laughs> what happened last time, guys? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you remember. So, uh, I because I uh, so what does it tell you about your memory of it or what you were able to hear? Does it let that tell you something? The memory of my own memory of that, yeah. That, that, that you heard then, uh, something, but that other people heard the same conversation and made something else of it. I don't think they made something else of it. I, I feel, uh, I, I was accused of being a bully. That's not what I ever want to be. I'm a tough bird, but I'm not a bully, I don't think. And I don't want to be that, and I don't want to demand. And so I've been living under that, I don't want to demand that things be my way. So in other words, I've been told, you know, you move the piano and I, you know, the other lady's moving out and I'm going like, oh, well, okay, I'll, I'll just, you know, I've been trying uh, unsuccessfully to um, to do these things and, and I, I can't do it anymore. I, I know I can't do it anymore. So I'm either going to leave. 
out of the house or leave, period. And what I want to do, and what I've taken steps towards that I didn't even know, is actually moving totally away because I don't want any part of it. I, I'm just, it's just, I've never, never gone through this. This is ridiculous. I'm just, I'm pretty upset. So why don't you move? Yeah, well that's what I'm uh, planning to do. And I just, uh, everybody's going, ah! and I'm going like, yeah, well, hmm, maybe this is what I have to do. And so I'm just checking with you. <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, why are you why? checking in? Uh, why do you need to bounce your decision? Well, we talked about decisions last time as well, and I was, um, I, I used the expression and actually the, um, you know, like a physical thing that, that things, um, similar to what you were just speaking about in your own personal life, that, you know, you, you're like, wow, you're either going to, uh, the body's going to drop or else you can have this, well, I have those too, you know, it's like, wow. And so this whole thing about uh, deciding things that can just kind of come from nowhere, and I go like, whoa, you know, where is that? So why are from? you doubting it, and why well, are you because then you asked me. You asked me then, do you always do what it said? In other words, you were asking and kind of challenging me. Well, where did that come from? So yes. to speak. Yes. And um, so I've been sitting with that as well. And and in other words, is this um, how you expect? You know the. The truth coming in and through, just and I do it, or do I challenge it? And I usually just I do what it's what it says. And this I didn't I didn't I've been sitting with this for such a long time, and I didn't think about well, gee, where will I go? It's just that circumstances started unrolling and unrolling, and I was like, wow, it's amazing. Maybe this is what I'm doing. In other words, leaving. I'm sorry, that sounded so ridiculously confusing. No, it's fine. Um, so, a friend asked me, me to go to, um, to Santa Fe, and so I said, I don't know if I want to go to Santa Fe, you know. So that was like, oh. And then I said, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go for a trip. And what happened on that trip was I decided I need to move. Okay. I need, I need to move there. Okay. And my daughter's near there, and I'm just like, you know, that, and, and the whole feeling, the whole yeah. feeling while I was there, which has never been on my radar ever before. Yeah. I just felt released and like out of prison and out of pain. You know, it okay. just felt like, wow, amazing. Never thought of this. And okay. now this is all un unraveled and okay. unfolded, whatever it is. Sure. So I just don't want that. I. The other part of it is, has this been a big test? Can I be in this situation and have it be totally equanimous? Is that a word? Can I just, you know, be with all of this and not, not care? I haven't been able to do it up to now. You know, you're not able to do it. No, and, and the, I'm and, not. And and it's bringing a great release to go. So why don't you go? Okay. Why? Why not? <laughs> do you know why? Why? Why would you? Question it, like you you know what I, I'm just interested in why you're doubting yourself, because you know what you want to do, you know what makes you feel better, you know you, a resolution is coming, but you're questioning it. Well, I came here to be in the spiritual community. Okay. The spiritual teacher. Ah. So it means leaving that. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's different. Yeah. And so, how can something seemingly small, but it's not small to me. 
Pardon? I said, it seemed like how can I let something small, like playing a piano. But it's not small to you. No, it's not small to you, no. It's not small to me, no. No, it keeps you balanced and it's it's your thing. It's it's way more than that. Sure. Because it's um it's part of the ineffable or something, you know. Sure. Because what happens music at this level is way more than what comes out of those nose. Yes, 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 yes. So much more than that. And uh to live and be in pain one doing it is like this is just nuts. Okay. Then I, you go. Because, because music what, is what obviously your spiritual know? practice, no? Yes. That's what you're describing. Yes. Okay. But I also had an amazing understanding, awakenings. Uh, oh yes. By coming out here. And now after, you know, three, four years I'm leaving, it's like does that make any sense? Don't think too much about it, just go. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. You're bringing the mind in to what you clearly have to do, and you're just bringing your mind in. Okay. And you you know. Okay. Just go. <laughs> With low drama. Low drama. Low drama or no drama. This is a drama, you guys. <laughs> sure. Hi, okay. One, two, three. Can I come from the right? Oh, you, you had your hand up. Can I go this guy first, Morgana? Is that right? Yeah. Sorry, that was right. It was a sequence. Hi there. Hello. I'd like to take a second here and just drop that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find out what my question actually is. Great. the great mystery from Native American and that I just grew up with that and seeing life through that and it really has been a wonderful treat keeping me in a state of wonder and that I'm 47 and I really have lived my life very spontaneously and I think my friend calls me the flow master um, and there's this tenacious, this one still has some things that really pull it back very effectively. Uh, and one is providing for this body. I have experienced uh, the sufficiency of this moment 
that you know there's mm. nothing is needed, nothing is missing. Mm. And yet, man, that one is powerful. I think last time I talked to you about my mom. I, it's like, that was that was an area that was able to really pull me back. Um, and I've worked on that, found some equity there. The money one still has a serious grip on this one. And I, I had the experience growing up of, of being one who had less than all those around him. And I would really like to have more choice. You would I, like to I would like choice. to have, like this one has a preference <laughs> for more choice about the experiences that I get to indulge in or, or mm. partake in. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. There's, there's projects that I would fund that are altruistic. Yeah. And so I guess my question is about when I move into that space of, it's like I, I'm really good at allowing, I'm really, really quite good at, at, at accepting whatever is arising. And then there's this part wants to do something, that wants to make things happen. And I'm, I, I guess my question is starting to crystallize, and that is, where is the marriage, or where is the meeting, meeting place between this state that we're discussing here and directing the mind as a way of, it seems that, that in directing my mind, I, I have some influence in the experiences that I get to have. Okay. Underpinned by money. Just in, in general, in general, like I, oh. it's like, it feels like there is something around intention. Are you familiar with John Hagelin? The, yes, yeah, and and also uh, Joe Dispenza, like Joe Dispenza. No, I don't. He's talking Spenza. about neuroscience and okay. that kind of thing. Um, but I, just even in my own experience, it it appears this is key. It appears that when I direct my thoughts, my experience matches up. Okay, like something about intention. There appears to be something there. Yes. So, what's the marriage between allowing, accepting yes. what's yes. arising, and then directing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. From from myself, when the when the journey was ongoing, what what was what I saw, the understanding that came, was that mind was picking up a movement that was going to happen. Mm. And mind imagined that it was bringing it in. That it was actually the master of, of, of what was coming. But, but once the intuition got clearer and the listening, more listening was happening, it was like, okay, this is coming. God, I, I, I've got some wacky thoughts that could block that. Huh, let's see if it happens anyway. And I'd find myself dissolving the thoughts. Mm. So this is wild. So, so if I bring in ownership, I totally would imagine that my work and my intention is, is shifting my thinking in order to bring this into my life. And I totally got to see that I was 
rigging the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You see? I can accept that. Yeah. Um, there's another book out there called The User Illusion, Tor Norfronder. The and User Illusion. The User Illusion. And, and it really kind of speaks to that. And that was, I think, hearing that piece from that book and, and then hearing you say that, that really matches up insofar as that it's like this <laughs> self delusion. Yes. Um, and really, all that is occurring is receptivity to what's yes. coming. Yes. And some part of. And so, that, so it's just get in, get in alignment. Get in alignment. Get in alignment. Get in Follow alignment. orders. Absolutely. Take direction. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's about lining up. Effortless, huh? Yes, it is. W one, one question for you. When money comes to you, do you, do you give it away again? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good. That, okay. That, yeah. Okay. It, it, it would be good for you to learn how to hang on to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's an image of you, you know, with, you know, if you're trying to hold something in your hand, you keep your fingers together and it's like your fingers are apart. And whatever comes in is like, it's only you for a short time and it's gone. That's fine. But if there's a feeling that, you know, money would enable th th this movement towards having more experience and towards doing more things, then you've got to close your fingers so that you can hold on to it. Um, it's, it's, it's coming to you, but, but you're, you're, you're just like a Teflon, you know? It's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Be okay about, about not, not giving away everything you get. And, and see what comes up. Is there some conditioning about, I don't deserve it, or I shouldn't have it, or somebody's more deserving? What goes on? What, what, what's the hidden belief? The one that comes up immediately is <clears throat> totally erroneous, and that... I, I, I'm aware of people that don't have yes. and for me to have so much more than I need yes. feels unloving or unfair yes yes but somehow so, I'm yeah uh, one of my teachers says if you want to help poor people don't be one of them <laughs> yeah 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 break the passion huh I really also appreciate and resonated with what you were sharing with a, another friend here um, about the reintegration of like, okay, there was there was the Jack character that didn't know that she was playing a character, then the awakening happened, then it was like, whoa, I'm way over here in comparison, yeah. and it's like this reintegration yes. of, oh, okay, so all these parts need to be online yes. to for me to complete my mission. Or, or yes, for, yeah. for this destiny to run out, whatever it is. Yes. 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 So whatever, I'm going to run back to the money thing again. So what, whatever other, you, you'll find a whole box of, of beliefs there that are all erroneous. You know, it would be great to get to the very bottom of them so that there's nothing pushing away money. And even if you go through a phase of being greedy, allow yourself to be greedy. Mm. If that comes, it's like, hey, it's just a flip experience, you know? Mm. You're, you're, you're self-aware enough to, to, to pull back from that again. Mm. 
but even let that experience happen. Feel greed so you, you get to see what the inequality in the world is, is, is what's holding it together. That'll give you a bit of wisdom about how it works too. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be good for you to change your relationship with money. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the, that really is the stronghold right now. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is, yeah. You're so right. Yeah, yeah. Just to change your relationship with it, that's all. It'll be free, you know. Mm. Yeah. Glad you're here. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here. Thanks. Hi, Jack. Hi. <laughs> This close enough? Perfect. Okay. Whoa, I'm scared. <laughs> Take a breath, it's all right. I'm just you in a different body. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I don't have a question, which is why I'm scared. Well, I do, I have a, I have a ballpark, but I don't have a focused question. It's kind of, many people have touched on it, and it's to do with, the marrying back here and with the glasses. Yes. <laughs> functioning and not just functioning. There's a, what's coming to mind, and I decided I was just going to let my mouth open and great. Let whatever comes out come out. Great. Which is why I'm so scared. <laughs> when I sit and meditate, or when I'm more accurately, when I can't sleep at night, which is most of the night, I'm a lot of the time. I'm just thinking, oh, tomorrow I'm going to I'm going to go to Jack's, and what will I talk about? And, but then I think, okay, just go to that place back here. Okay. And I find that when I try, I get caught up in. My mind just plays all these tricks, like I, I say, well, just go in the silence, just rest in that silence. And then, when with in and out breath, I go, not, not out loud, but in my, my mind goes, silent, silent, and it won't stop. And then I just say, just stop. And then it goes, with the in and out breath, it starts going, just just stop. And I know that place back here. Yes. And is it the mind that's just pulling me? I mean, there's complete calmness and stillness, but there's just these little silence, just stop. These, like a like a rap song or something yes. <laughs> in my head. And I can't just be in the silence. Okay. But if you're fighting the mind, that's the mind fighting the mind. And that's, exactly. that's plenty of entertainment to keep you awake. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a silly little thing. So, so... So you don't need the mind to do anything. The mind isn't the problem. Believing it and engaging with mm -hmm. it, that's the difficulty. 
It's not even a belief, it's a sound. Oh, it's okay. the, the sound of the word, I'm not speaking out loud, Yeah. I hear this sound, stillness, okay. silence. Okay, I get you now, just I a, get you now. Just the sound. It would be good to use a mantra. Use, use a sound that has um, an energetic component that will help you. Okay. You to change the frequency of what's repeating. You just put on a different record, you know? So what? What? Uh, I suppose, well, to, to find one that's particularly useful for you, I could think about it, I could see what comes. Om Namah Shivaya is a good one, you know? Okay. Yeah. It's not a bad one at all in terms of just, just something that vibrationally will do a bit of work mm-hmm. instead of driving you nuts, you know? Instead yeah. of being a conflicting one, it can be a, a pacifying one okay. for mind. It's you like know? a rhythm. It's a rhythm. My body can stop doing this rhythm. Yes, yes. You've got to just feed it something healthy. Okay. Yeah. I'll see if something else comes mm, during lunchtime or something. I'll see if something right, else right. comes. But, but Om Namah Shivaya isn't, isn't a bad one. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Too. You're welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Last time when we were... Um, You gave me permission to say no. (laughs) This is like chapter two of the same thing. So there's there's two bits. I had an insight um, yesterday. Um, When I'm working with people, I work with people all over the world. And so yesterday I was working with somebody in Australia. And one of the things I said to her is, wow, your heart's more open than it was last session. And I realized, I knew that because I knew her heart as much as my heart. Like, there wasn't, it was just like a course. So that's just, yeah. And now the no bit. So there was something about, okay, yeah, that was strengthening or something to have that inside. <clears throat> and it's kind of what Marie was doing. You know, I've lived my, most of my life in spiritual communities, and I think there's like a spiritual thing that happens around doubt. And there's a person in my life that's toxic to me my whole life. So, of course, what I've done is keep facing this person. And, or avoiding this person. You know, when I was seven, I decided to leave home. When I was 18, I wrote a note and left. Then I moved to monastery. And now I live in Australia. And now I've come back to America. And it's all around this no thing. So I'll be in with the person and I do the thing Marie said. I should be able to be open and present and loving. And then my body starts to get sick. And I think, Okay, my body's getting sick, and I notice the sensations, and da da da. And I think, I don't even want to be here. And I go, just be here and notice the sensations, and da da da. So,
So I've tried that for my whole life. But really, I don't want to be there. Yeah. Who told you to be open in front of everybody? Do you know? You know, energetically, if it's not good for you to be exposed to somebody, well, don't expose yourself. It's like certain foods are toxic for the body or, you know, there are certain things we just don't eat, you know, you don't eat toothpaste, you know, it's not going to work well inside, you know, and, and we just don't eat it. And it's like this, it's like certain things, no, energetically, if something is toxic for you, no. You just turn another way. Just don't face them face to face, you know, just turn sideways. Don't put yourself in front of them. If it's gotten mixed up with, you know, you know, I should be loving towards everybody, or some spiritual concept about I should be open to everybody, or it's only separation that sees this difference. If it's gotten mixed up with these spiritual concepts, drop them. Drop them. They're not useful now. There's there, mm, grabbing the spiritual concept is is pretty much always disastrous. You, you can't fake it till you make it. That doesn't work with spirituality. Do you know? It's about having the wisdom to honor what's active in that moment and really being honest to see what's active in that moment. It's like, this is really bad for me. To, I, I, you know, I gotta remove myself from this situation and then we'll see. But right now, this is hurting me and that needs to stop. And then you get some distance to see, maybe it could have been another way or maybe not. If the lesson isn't learned, somebody else was toxic will come to you. And you'll find another way to do it. Do you know? But to grab a spiritual concept because it should be another way, that ain't going to work. It doesn't. Yes, it doesn't. Great. <laughs> and I just get sick. Yeah, great. I mean... You know, I'll go through the gamut of emotions and make myself look at them, but then after all that, it's not working, huh? My body will just get sick. Hello? No. No, it's not working. The light's on, though. The light is on. So maybe the batteries. Okay. Other than that, I totally trust. <laughs> okay. It's funny, in the re all the rest of my life, the way that I do money or anything. And here, because it's my mother, I think, what kind of daughter am I? Mm. Mm. So can you see, it's the ideas that are the ideas of how a daughter should be, what the relationship should be like. They're supposed to, it's, it's the ideas that are causing the trouble here. Because your natural response is to, woof, pull away from this toxicity. So pull away from the toxicity. 
and have a look at like, okay, we're breaking all the rules here. What rules were they anyway? Society? Cultural? I mean, they're just thoughts, no? She's just an old lady. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So why can't I do it? (laughs) Because you're going to judge yourself. So don't judge yourself. Just don't judge yourself. I can't do what I can't do. Mm. You can't do what you can't do. Like instead of keep on making myself, yeah. just look at this old lady and think, what's wrong with me? You know, that I'm getting sick. What's wrong with me? That yeah. all these emotions are happening. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Get out of there, huh? Get I always wanted to. I mean, at seven, <laughs> I decided. Yes, you had enough then. I had enough then. Yeah. 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 And then I saved money and left them as soon as I was legal age. Yes. But now she's an old lady. Yes. So what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Catholic. It's very bad. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All ideas that are keeping you stuck here. Just ideas of how it should be. The right and the wrong. Yeah. The only punishment that's happening is the punishment now for staying connected to something that doesn't support you. That's the punishment. You know what I thought? This is, I'll say this out loud. She had me when she was a teenager, so I thought I could die before her. Yeah. And then, wow, if I use my whole life like making myself. Yes. Be sick and then I die first. <laughs> that would be like a joke. Yes. <laughs> and it's up to you if you want that to be a possibility. It's up to you. There's nobody, you know, checking to see, you know, your levels of toxicity or how you should be. Or, there's nobody doing that. This is just a set of beliefs that need to be fried and you're obeying them. Honor your body, huh? Honor what you need to do for you and don't entertain the rest of it. Don't entertain the rest of it. Honor what you have to do with you and that's it. Don't go into story around it. They're just old beliefs that need to fry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, you're <laughs> welcome. Can we have a quick cup of tea before we go on? All right. Thank you. Thanks again for coming back. Thank you for the invitation. Two questions. Mm-hmm. Just one is, if you could talk more. Oh, sorry. First thing is, can you talk more about the infusing this body 
with the frequency of consciousness. The second question is, can you talk more about the catching the thought form before it takes form? Catching, so the second one first, catching the thought before it becomes story and being believed. That's what you're asking? Yeah, or even, we've talked about even before it becomes a concrete form, like when it's ri arising, mm. when it's energy. Mm. Yeah, you see, <clears throat> Most thoughts are just balls of energy, really, like a, a, a ball of energy. It's a very unsophisticated, unscientific term, but there you go. Um, so it's like it's like it's like a, a no, like a, a, a constellation of energy. And neurologically, we we the only way we can tune into it is to turn into a story. It's like. So, some, some thoughts I've, I've literally seen like a, 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 a piece of fluff passing by, moving in the energy field. And the only way that this body-mind can, can do something with it is interpret the piece of energy as a story. Because that's what we do. It has to be story for us to make sense of it. So it's one story that it's a massive energy, and then it's another story that's like, oh wow, hold on a minute, the thought that I just had, was it, a, was it actually a reading into that ball of energy? Or was that thought just coming from someplace else? And it's from the bundle of energy. It's actually what it is. It's like what we do with a piece of energy is we make it into, we interpret we, it as we a thought. It. Yeah, we, we, we tune into the parts of it that have a capacity to ignite story, and it becomes a story. So, it's, it's, it's only story when our attention is in the story of it. But stories themselves are fine. There'll always be story, because as long as the body-mind is, is there, sure... That's how we function. That's that's the aspect of being human. That's what we do with. That's how we connect. That's that's how we do it. We make stories. We operate through stories. We see through stories. It's all story, and it's fine. Of course, it's not a problem. That's like it's intrinsic to being human. So, to recognize energy before it comes sto becomes story, it would just give you. A different type of a story. It would give another story that's not particularized mm -hmm. into this and that person and this happened. You see? Mm -hmm. But it still would be a story about a ball of energy. Right. It's <laughs> helpful. Thank you. You see? Mm -hmm. So the trick is not to get caught that stories are fine, they can, that they're fine. Mm -hmm. They're just stories. I think kind of how, how it happens here is it, it, it's interpreted like, like the story has a physical position. 
it feels like the story is in front and what I am is behind. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's linked to space in that way, but it kind of is. So, so a story is, is it, it's like it requires something to go, <laughs> you know, like connecting into it, like, you, whereas like the, the stepping back, you know, and the witness, and it's always a come back into the background, you know, and then to believe a story, it's like to give my attention to a story, first of all, it requires moving towards it in some way. And then believing stories like, my face is in it. Do you know? Well, that doesn't ever happen anymore, that it's believed. Like. But that's what it felt like towards the end. It was like, God, it's, 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 it's contracted or it's tight or it's something energetically is not comfortable about believing story. Um, and, and the capacity to go right into it, to dance with it, to get lost in it, it, it fell away, of course. But there is still that, like, yeah, stories happen and some attention has to be kind of a bit out just for that part of functioning to happen. Do, do you get that sense that there's a, there's a moving out of your energy when story needs to be engaged? And moving forward with it. Moving forward with it. Grabbing on and... Yeah, funny that, isn't it? That that's the sense, all right, is that story is in front. Mm-hmm. You see? So if you can detect your movement, it's your movement is what's going to establish the story a story. So if it's possible to detect, whoa, 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 pull back here, pull back here. You know, if the story comes to me, then it needs to be known, huh? Whereas to move forward out into story, it's like, come on, come on, come back. That might be the only thing you can do consciously. So the first question, was the frequency of pure consciousness to embody it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you couldn't ask me anything easier, could you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. What's it with that? Well, historically what people have done is they have fasted, they've cleaned up their diet, they've moved towards vegetarianism, they've... That's one way to go about it, is to literally shift the frequency of the body so that it's more susceptible to, to the frequency of pure consciousness. Is it absolutely necessary for everybody? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Pure consciousness, I don't know if it has those requirements. Right, does it care? Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Uh, maybe it's a never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I- I think whatever you're pulled to do. Okay. Well, maybe this is a neat time. Anything else on that? Maybe an easier one for you. Huh? You have something I, I else? might have an easier one yeah, for you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Um, devotion. It's not coming anymore. Mm. Um, it's just not coming. I mean, love, mm. love, love comes and... Um, it's just not coming. Wow. And I'm, I'm curious about that. And I'm curious about, because there were times when I've you know, had a teacher or a practice and it's just been, oh my, such love. And it was, it was, you know, it was 
it was as good as rich as romantic love. I mean, it was yes. it was complete and total. Yes. Um, I can't find. I'm just. It's not happening anymore. It's not coming. And it's this personality. It seems to be a modality. It loves to be in a love space. I mean, it loves greeting people here. It's just the love, but it's not in the practice. It's not. It's not. It's not there. Yes. And is it okay to honor that? Um, to honor I'm, that it's I'm moved fine, on? I'm fine with it. It's yeah. just a curiosity. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm with some beautiful friends that just, it's so alive in them. Yes. And, um, yes. That's, yeah. That's, yes. That's it. it. It probably will come back, mm -hmm. but in a different way. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, devotion will keep separation alive. So it does fall away. And when it comes back, because if it's in your wiring, it'll probably come back. Mm -hmm. If it's been, you know, a decent phase of your practice, you know, yes. if it's been in there, it'll come back. And when it comes back, it's like, God, there's devotion. I mean, I can say it's for God or for this or for that, but it's just devotion. It's just like, oh, a welling up of gratitude, love, you know, and it's, it's actually, you know, it's going to what you are from what you are. Mm -hmm. you, this, the cycle isn't through another physical form. There's no projected separation. And it's just this cycle, uh, this movement of, of exquisiteness to what you are from what you are. You know? Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's very, it, it's, it's very natural that it has to die away so that the model of separation can be cleansed out of it. It'll come back. But don't wait for it. It'll do its own thing. <laughs> It'll come when it comes. It'll come when it comes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Hi. Hi. My name is Cher. Hi, Cher. Oh, um, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> That's all right. Take a breath or two. Take your time. Um, this question started forming last night, uh, after I saw you last night, and it seems what's happening on the path is that I'm, um, there's a lot of um, attention to what's happening with this body energetically. Intellectually, I, I'm pretty clear on my understandings. Um, emotionally, usually pretty good. But um, it seems that I have a lot of um, tension that I carry around mm. in the body. And mm. I understand that it has something to do with this path. Because when I came here, like this morning, I came in and sat down. And in your presence, in the presence of the people in this room, within 10 minutes, as soon as um, everything got quiet, everything just relaxed in me, and I felt at peace. And so there's, that happens. And also when I'm on my own, I have days when I'm just flowing with the peace. Um, so there's a couple of things that I think are going on, and I want to uh, see what you have to say. 
One is that there's some belief systems running under the surface, and when I get caught in them, I can see clearly that they create um, tension and uh, unhappiness, and it manifests as exhaustion and migraine headaches, mm. things like that. The other thing seems to be that there's a, a vibration, an energy that's really joyful, <clears throat> but I can't um, match it or keep up with it. It's like a car that wants to go, but it's like on a washboard road, and that um, the vibration that's inside, the energy is not, there's something not matching and, and it exhausts me. Um, so I'm just wondering, does that, is that all clear? Uh-huh. <laughs> Those were, it's a lot, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's always been tension in the body and you're more aware of it now? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then there's times when it's just not there anymore and it's yes. great. It's, I, I, I wanted like, um, that's where I want to be. Yes. With the, I want to drop it, the things that yes. create the tension. And so when the tension is relaxed, relaxed does, does the, you know, the, the, is the car driving on, on a tarred road instead of the washboard? Yeah, it's driving on a smooth road. On a smooth road, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so energetically something is out of shift and this, the tension is creating the out of sync. <clears throat> okay. What kind of beliefs have you uncovered or do you feel that are there? Oh, there, you've kind of mentioned them a few times. Um, uh, if I, if, uh, in order to be at peace and happy that I have to change things, I have to do things differently. For me, like a lot of it is around the food I choose or uh, obligations I've taken on or think I should take on. You know, it's kind of like a, the shoulds that old, really old stuff, probably. Yes. Do you know if you wake up with the tension in the morning or is the body relaxed? I wake up with the tension. Ha! Okay. All right. All right. Then, then it's cranking up from your subconscious because in the dream state, no? Yes. That's where, that's where it's creating the tension in the body. Ha! Do you take something to make you sleep? At times. Yeah. Um, if I'm laying awake and it's like 12.31, I'll take, I'll take something. Okay. Is it pharmaceutical or is it natural? Uh, pharmaceutical. Can you stop it? Yes. Yeah. Because any assistance that you can give for your subconscious to naturally do the weeding out, anything you can do to record your dreams, to find out what's going on there, Mm. that's bleeding this tension into the body mm. so that mm -hmm. I do record often good um, yeah, I do yeah record my dreams and they're they have a lot to say yes yeah it's great it's it's great work that's right there's something in your dream time that that I'd like to see it have more space mm -hmm. because because you know that's that's where the tension is coming from primarily it feels like it's it's at the start of the day and then that your conscious mind can calm it down or you can do something about it, but it's like, hold on, this is, this is something is screaming. <laughs> yeah. Something is screaming from another place. So it's buried stuff. You're right, it's buried stuff, but 
but but to not interfere with your sleep as much as you can. Like if you're having a glass of wine, like have it at six o'clock, don't have anything from like nine on or, you know, just really, really honor your sleep time because it's your subconscious time, mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. So what about a cup of tea, like chamomile tea? Would that be okay? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. And even if you have to take magnesium or something, you know, these certain mm -hmm. things that are... Just natural things. Completely natural And stuff. then if I don't sleep, just don't sleep. Yeah, if you don't sleep, you don't sleep. So what? You know? Yeah. If the body's tired, you sleep. Mm -hmm. Really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, it's something about your dream time. It's something that's only surfacing in your dream time. So the more you can do that to bring it into your waking day, the better or else to give absolute ample opportunity for your subconscious to process while you are asleep. This is good news. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's coming from. Huh? Mm -hmm. So when you're in bed in the morning, if you can, even if you have to set the clock earlier, you know, if there's a time that you have to get up by, to set the clock earlier so that you have, okay, all right, let's just unwind now. And we might record your dreams, we might do whatever you do in the morning. Let's just unwind the body now, because that's the subconscious story, and I hear you. But we don't need to take that tension. Okay. Well, and then I often wake up exhausted yeah. because of this, and then yeah. it just kind of um, sets the precedent for the day. So I have to kind of catch up, or maybe I never catch up during the day. Yeah, yeah. And do you get annoyed that you're exhausted, or is it okay to be exhausted? Depends upon the day. Mm. Some days it's okay. Yeah. And I can just like honor it and do what I do. And then other days I, I have a story about it and I beat myself up about it. Yeah, yeah. Just stick with the honoring option. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. just, to, just to, you know, to be with it, to allow it and say, no, okay, it's okay. It's, this is just, this is, this is my healing time, you know. This is my processing time, my healing time. That's it. Of course I'm exhausted. Fine. But, you know, life will go on. The day will go on. It's fine. So the more you can, you can just, even if you can give yourself 20 minutes in the morning of like letting it to rest, finding, finding a calmness before you get out of bed. So it's like the body's tired, but it's not tight. It's just tired. Let it be just like deliciously melting tired, you know? Mm -hmm. It is tight. I actually do wake up um, like I feel like my body has tensed. Instead of resting, I wake up um, like... Yeah, tight, intense, and yeah. I think this is kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just consciously um, lay there and just uh, talk to it and let yeah. it let and it let unwind. your body let it, let it, let your body unwind. Okay. If you can do some kind of good body work, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to find a good body worker. But if you could find somebody, even that does like trauma release or unwinding. I actually something. just started with somebody. Ha -ha. That she actually, I just found her last week and she's doing exactly that. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of, yes. things you're saying are, are perfect actually. Perfect. Because I had already decided this was a time to heal my body. Yes. And um, yes. wasn't quite sure how to go about it, but yes. you're giving me the... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounds very um, right, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because the, the body is holding the story from the subconscious. And if we, all we can do is give the subconscious the space, but support the body, you know, by not giving it a hard time for being tired, by allowing it to feel tired, mm -hmm. and by unraveling the, the energy of the story that it's holding. You know, 
to unwind it at a cellular level. And that will really support the subconscious because it, it's going to dump onto your body. That's what it's doing. It's dumping. So, okay, it's dumped into the form. Let's, let's unravel the trauma in the form, the story and the tightness in the form. Let's unravel it there. And it will stop shoveling it into the body because it will run out. Yeah. Um, I'd like to just give an example of what you're talking about. Every morning when I wake up, I wake up kind of like tense. Not every morning, but almost. And... Um, I've had, I know it's my subconscious that's doing it, and it, I think of it as like it's some machine going on underneath the surface, and then shortly after I wake up, it throws out, it like coughs out this thought that's really disturbing. Every day it's a different one. Yes. It's like, here, take this one today. Yes. yes. Yeah, and yes. I, I can, I know what it is. I say, oh, okay, thank you. Yes. But not, I really don't need this. You do. But apparently I do. Yes. And I just need to, um, yeah, just yes. explore it and um, let it do its work. Yes, let it do its work. Okay. Great. Yeah, lovely. Okay, mm. thank you so much. Thank you for here, right? <laughs> Okay, uh, one, two, three. Can I can I go with you and, and and then yourself? Okay, and then we'll have lunch maybe. Will it be alright, David, for after lunch? Okay. <coughs> Hi. Hi. I'm rather like the other woman who spoke because I don't think I really have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience is lately that. I, like, I don't know why I'm here and that all the time. I can walk out a door and say, I, I don't have a story kind of stringing the moments together and just kind of hanging on to functioning. Uh, I feel like I'm functioning, okay? But can I just trust that? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm here. What, what is it that feels it's here? Where does that voice come from? What's here? What's present? What? What? Life is just going on, and for example, just being here. How did that happen? You know, it's like you were saying in your marriage. Sometimes your husband's a little uh, surprised because you don't put Tuesday together with now. Yes. Yes. Well, this is kind of the experience that I'm having. That um, I'll walk out a door and. Oh, here. Yes. Oh. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so is it that the continuity, the cause and effect, that doesn't run so yes. tightly? Yes, it seems like there used to be a story kind of connecting things together. Yes, yes. And now it's just not there. Yes. This is fine spiritually. You can do exercises to crank it up again and join it together, but I'd be inclined to say, let it break up even more. Okay? Because cause and effect breaks up, linear time breaks up, and these are... Yeah, it's been very disorienting. Yeah, sure. Time has been very disorienting, like, what time is this in my life? Yes, yes. It's just right now. Yes. I, I just want to check though. Are, are you ungrounded? No. Yeah, I perfect. Mean, I'm That's doing great. Fine. That's great. That's great. Okay, this is perfect then. Okay, so so 
the, the things that make the matrix solid break up, obviously, because you've got to see through it. So I read this flyer about this event, and it said you deal with people individually. And I, I had this thought, maybe a, a teacher connection would be like an anchor. And then I thought, but maybe an anchor is not such a good thing. Aha, good. I like this one. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. What would an anchor give you? that might be attractive? Well, don't, you know, I, I think I used to feel like I needed one, uh, sort mm -hmm. of something holding this moment to that moment. To, mm -hmm. But now it just seems to sort of not even flow. It just presents. Oh, right. That's totally fine. Okay. That's really fine. I, I go with that. That's, because you can still function in the world, no? I seem to be. You seem to be. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and is it that it's just unrelated present moments or is the present moment too, too much in time also? No, I, I don't seem to have any problem with it. Sometimes there's um, fear, but that's, it, it's not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfectly all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there another part to it? Did you ask something else as well? I don't think I asked anything. I just right. thought maybe I, you know, should yeah. um, I keep thinking make the something. connection. Yes, yes. So. There's something else. I'm not sure what it is. Okay, I'm not either. Okay. I, I'm just sort of... Um, Amused at the fact that I'm here. I know. Yes. Yes. Okay. Ah, so that's it. So, are you here? Yeah. Okay. What? 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 What, what is it that says yeah? Well, I don't think I can give it much um, name. Something's happening. I mean, you know, that's all I can say is something's going on, right? Does it, is it an appearance that it's going on or is it really, really, really going on? No, something... Okay, there's lots of appearances. Mm -hmm. like, like you said, I'm you in a different body. Yeah. And that's, okay, all those appearances, but there's still something so that's all I there's still something that's here that's not an appearance hmm yeah hmm what's that what could be here that's not an appearance well I don't know if it could be here mm. but it's just the language just breaks down I I um, just came up because I felt moved to do so, not yes. because there's any problem. Yes, I know, I know, but, but the, the, that which answers and says, yeah, there's something here, there's something here. Um, why I'm investigating it is if you can see that it's a localized perception. Yeah. It's just a localized perception. And it often is interesting to me why these eyes why this locale, I have no clue. 
But yeah, it's just a localized perception of something. Yes, of something. Mm-hmm. So if it's if it's the why here, why now, there is a capacity for you to see that that the localized perception is that comes through every form is actually can also be your experience. I'm going into very dodgy territory here. Hold on till I try and explain myself. Um, uh, there is a zone um, where, where, where per- perceiving turns into uh, where pure perceiving in a way has the appearance of splitting into every perceiving machine, if we can call a body a perceiving yes. machine. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, so what, I'm, what I was poking at there was to see if I could pull you back to, to, to the point before pure perceiving splits into the local viewpoints. Before that, that these eyes. Before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Before and it's not even in time before, right? You know, no, no, it's, no, no, it's no. in formation before. Mm-hmm. You see, it's the underneath. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could say it's underneath. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so if the uh, why, why these eyes? It's like ah, that's that's imagining that there's just this perception. That's kind of like forgetting about that all the other perceptions are running and feeding into the the the, the master server. You know. <laughs> all feeding into the one cloud serving cloud you know Mm -hmm. but there are there is this local yes and it's curious and it's yes fun and um yes yes you know it's just that's it that's it and there's also the other one the the pure perceiving of course yeah yeah okay all right Often when I wake up in the morning, <clears throat> there's 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 um, that breaking point is kind of directly experienced. It's not like that. There's something watching it. It's like there's there's the, there's it's in slow motion. The 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 Jack character's consciousness gets turned on, and there's a total knowing that that I'm pure consciousness and that I'm everything in manifestation and that I'm all of it and it's like moving forward and then it it seems to it seems to run into being human and then the second that the Jack character is turned on it's like whoa just prior to that second there there was a sense, not even a sense of it. It's like being everybody. It's like every single story that ever was. Everybody's life. I've never been able to do it with animals or insects in the morning. It's always just people. That, that every single perception. 
I get a waft of everybody's stories and story. And Jack's story is just another one in the gazillion, gazillion infinite supply of stories. And then as the Jack story becomes like steps up, the others are gone. And then it's like the Jack character wakes up and it's like, gosh, now, now there's no access to that guy in Africa that was that, that I was just just before this last step. And, and and he's whatever he is, he's just that guy now. And 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 there's this Jack just being Jack now. Because it's like when consciousness, when the human consciousness wakes up, it can't compute the perceptions of all of everything. It just computes the Jack story. That's what I'm that's yeah. Okay, great, yeah. I'm delighted you're nodding, that this makes sense, you know? Yeah, it's great. Hi. Hi. Hi, Jack. Hi. I'm Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Um, let's see. I don't know exactly what to say. To be up here is really a big deal for me. Well, well done. You got here. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. Take your time. Uh, I, it was just about um, about three weeks ago that I heard a DVD and, and heard some of what you talked about on the web. And I would go, what is she saying? And then it would start to work on me. And, and I can feel this. And this prior to that you speak of, it's, it's like there. It's there working. Yeah. And then, but kind of what I have going on um, inside is... Um, uh, and I'm coming to understand it's it's about fear, and like myself as a person in the world, and how am I going to do it? I've never known how to do it anyway. I mean, it was only several years ago when I'd walk out the door and, and say tell myself, "Oh, look, you're walking out the door, and you didn't have to tell yourself or whatever." But yes, you know, not consciousness. What I mean, you know. Yes. Yeah. And um, so I'm coming to the I'm getting the idea of what beliefs are and how. I see there's a, a movement into identification. Uh, there's some understanding of it. Very it's good. not it's not all a hundred percent. I mean, I have to sit and think about that. Yeah. But, but so there's some. There's getting more distance uh, from the fear. I, I don't know. What You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Um, and but also. It almost seems like even talking about this or talking about as myself as a person having trouble with fear and functioning in the world, that kind of take, goes away. It doesn't make any sense in light of this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes. And with all that, I, I just I don't know what to do. And there has to be some figuring out of how to function in the world because. Um, talking about money or the resources are going to be coming to an end and I'm facing that and I've never known how to be in the world and now this is different I don't know the spiritual work that you're doing the shift in consciousness that's taking place is that making you less functional in the world or is that just no, a fear no I, I think it's making me more functional yeah. in, in a way because it's it's the ground. It's the only thing that yes. I mean. It's the only thing that I could do anything about. Just 
kind of like do the next thing and it's kind of pushing myself through it. So that's good. I mean, I'm making progress. Yeah. But it's still, it's, it's a lot of somebody doing something. I'm getting that taste, that flavor, but I guess I, I, for now that's, it, it's just weird. It's good that you recognize that, do you know, that there's somebody doing something. But that could be, that thought could be coming in just to establish your confidence around your functionality in the world. Um, it's, it's, it's one thing not having this, the, the, the natural ability to manage in the world. And to have to kind of work at it, but it's another thing to be to, to not have the confidence to manage in the world. Half of it is is just neck to, to trial and error and make a boo boo, and half of it is just getting out there and doing it and seeing what happens. Yeah, I guess that's a, that's a big fear part for some reason. Yes. Just getting out. Yeah, I, I mean it's beyond me, and yet no, there's still there's some like I, I'm very aware of. Uh, subconscious traumas and everything that they're coming up, the sensations of those, and I can um, just have learned how to kind of let that go. But that's a, I mean, going out in the world and having, I don't know, it's just yes. a lot of, I, I just don't know kind of how to, I don't even know how to finish the sentence there. Yes, uh, yes, yes, um, yes. But going out into the world, the idea of it, is problematic. Yes. The fear of it is problematic. Yes, uh -huh. yes. All right. The yes. threat of it is problematic. Yes. Uh -huh. If we can dissolve these ideas about it, okay. you probably manage much better. Okay. <laughs> so it would be great if you were to spot the thoughts, the beliefs about functioning in the world and cut them. When they're running, it's like, aha, this is just going to happen anyway without any commentary of how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to manage this, how it's going to look and if it'll be good enough. Not going there, but functioning is just going to have to take care of the consequences. That which is moving through me takes care of the consequences and going out is the only place, doing this, being whatever, delivering this, taking the step out of the world is going to be the only thing that takes my attention now. So I want that to take my attention now. Yes, because what's taking yes as a stepping stone because what's taking your attention is the fear of being out in the world. Yes, and the oh, belief that you can't manage. Yeah. So it's like to take that attention and to sink that to power to consciousness. It's like actually we'd be better off putting that attention on on focusing your attention on being present and doing whatever you're doing and let the consequences take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And from there, when there's a calmness and a self-confidence in place, then you can go prior around being in the world. Mm -hmm. are, are you with me? I think so. I yeah. Yeah, okay. Sometimes if we take too big a leap, we have to come back afterwards and sort it out because, because something isn't in place and embodiment can't happen. And, something is out of sync mm -hmm. okay to go from placing your attention on on beliefs mm -hmm. to go directly to pull your attention from that into prior to consciousness mm -hmm. it might work but it's high risk okay it's just high risk i'd love to see mind trained to not be on those thoughts mm -hmm. that's the job right now okay. 
is just like, just pull it into what I'm doing now. Pull it into what I'm doing now. Okay, my attention is here. Now I'm going prior and seeing how the functioning can happen. But pull your attention into what you're doing, being calm and confident, then go prior. Take two steps. That middle step is really important. But it's even in figuring out what I'm supposed to do next. Yes. I mean, there's like, you know, Yes. Um, so it's not so much what I'm supposed to do, it's yeah. like what can I do? You know, they're really, we, we all make it up as we go along. We just bluff it. <laughs> do you know? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I kind of. But, um, yeah, uh, because the, it's like... Okay, so I have no idea what's going to happen at lunchtime. I have no idea where I'm going to go, what I'm going to get. I have no idea. If, no clue. If I'd be back in the right time or no clue, right? Okay. Now, I, I, can, I can dwell on those uncertainties and make them into stories, beliefs, fears. I could do that. And then I'd be pretty crippled. Yes. Because going out to lunch will be like a, I don't know if I can do it. I really don't know if I can do it. Yeah. I can be going out to lunch or it can be, you know, Whatever, writing a speech for the whatever. Uh -huh. You win. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know? It's like they're all the same. Yes, they're just uh -huh, yes. tasks. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Okay? So th this I can say, okay, just, just go prior to all of it. And yeah, of course, <coughs> having lunch will happen. But it would be much better in, in terms of a, a healthy maturation of mind for me to say, okay. There could be fear around what I'm going to do next, about how, how to have lunch. There's so many unknowns. Hey, you know what? It's an adventure. Let's see what happens. Oh, yeah. Let's see what happens. Okay. So it's about switching it so uh -huh. that there's a confidence there. Okay. Oh, okay. You see? Yes. That's how I came here. It's an adventure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. It's an okay. adventure. Uh -huh. And it's like, okay. you know, I can create negative stories about all the things that go on. I ain't going there. I'm just not going there. Uh -huh. This is just an adventure. Let's see what happens. Okay. Consequences might come back in time, might not come back in time. Might get fed, might not get fed. <coughs> ah, so what? Okay. It'll work out. It'll work out the way it works out. Okay. I'll learn something from it. Okay? okay. So all the unknowns, are, they can be there. Okay. But dwelling on them will cripple you. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. okay. That's the old pattern. Uh -huh. okay. 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 So the unknowns are fine. There are unknowns all the time. Okay. But, but there's a skill in stepping out into okay. the unknown and bluffing it okay. as though you know what you're at. Okay. You don't. But you don't care that you don't know. Because okay. it's just life. So even if it's the big quote, the big thing is like, not, I understand, like you were saying about lunch. That's sure. It's like a, a metaphor for. It's the same. For um, going and yeah. find, being in your right place to live and having your right income or whatever Absolutely. that is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. okay. It's all an adventure. And, and to have that come in and get out in the world to have it happen. Exactly. And so it's just like going out to lunch. It's just like going out to lunch. Okay. It's the very same okay. methodology for managing in the world. It's the very okay. same methodology. Okay. Yeah. So, so I know I've said it a few times, but I really want to, to, to shift it so that yes. you're thinking mm -hmm. around doing things in the world, around yeah. where to live, yeah. and so that the, all those things can happen without you feeding the fear, mm -hmm. and from there, go prior. Okay. 
Yeah, and so it's the same to go out. And I don't know what, just to do it. Just to do it. Just to do it. Just do it. Take action. Let action happen. Yeah. And, and there's been... Just to do it, not figure out how to do it, just kind of do just, it. Yeah, just do it, exactly. Because the how will bring you into, mm, what if I can't and if I get it wrong, and how am I supposed to do it? It brings you into a particular loop that's, okay. yeah. that's not going to give you the tools on how to do it. Okay. But you've already lined yourself up with, with where the functioning comes from, which is the natural thing. You know that functioning is better when, when, when you're outside oh, oh, okay. of the story. I, yes, yeah, you know yes, it. Yes, so, so that functioning, there is a wisdom on how to do it. Okay. It's already there. Okay. When your mind gets involved, it screws it up. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You see? Okay. So that's why it's like, for the mind, we just tell it, hey, just do it. Okay. And don't figure out what, how to do no. the next thing. Just kind of do it. Just do it, yeah, because something else is going to, the, the, the doing can come from someplace else than okay. within you. Thank you. Yeah, you're thank welcome. You. Okay. Sure. Okay. We're doing lunch? Didn't we say that? Great. Fantastic. Okay, thank you for your...